This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. The Lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character originally created in the motion picture The Third Man. With zither music by Anton Karras. burden you with the sordid details about how I met two very lovely Brazilian women named Inez and Aurora. They were very rich. They were in Paris on a buying spree, and the three of us became inseparable friends in very short order. I told them I was a dealer in masterpieces of famous painters. They were most eager to see my collection. So I began to browse around old antique shops looking for something to sell them. <laughs> as Harry Lyme, the third man, in today's story, Art is Long and Lyme is Fleeting. Bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour. Please, can I help you? Oh, I'll just look around, thanks. Of thanks course, so much. if you tell me what you are I'm looking, looking for. I'm looking for a painting, an impressionist school, perhaps. I, don't I have quite a know. few oils. This way, please. Here they are. Hmm. They are very cheap. Yeah, not very good either. I have one that is a little more expensive. If you would step this way. Huh? Now, this one is very good. There's a picture of a bather. And in a dark light, and from a considerable distance, it might look a little like a Renoir. I looked the picture over carefully to see if it had a signature on it, but luckily enough, there wasn't any inscription. A charming painting. Mm. Who painted it? It is hard to say. Looks just a little bit like a Renoir. Well, yes. uh, How much is it? Uh, Ten thousand francs. I'm sorry, old man. That's robbery. It is a very fine painting, and as you say, it looks a little bit like a Renoir. I'll give you another thousand francs, and you put the picture in the heavy old gold frame there hanging on the wall. Oh, no, monsieur. That frame costs uh, much more okay, than the picture. Okay. Uh, Twelve thousand francs. No more bargaining. Is the deal? All right. I'll wait for it now. I know you will appreciate it. I expect someone else to appreciate it. Far more than I. (laughs) 
I took a suite at the elegant George Sank Hotel and hung the picture on the wall with a tiny spotlight over it. Underneath, I had a small brass plaque which read simply, Renoir. Then I invited Inez and Aurora to have cocktails with me in my suite. <laughs> oh, that was a very funny story, Miss Yari. Mm-mm, my dear Inez, it's, it's true, every word of it. I do not believe it. You make it up to keep us in smiles. <laughs> I'd do anything to keep you both in smiles, as you put it. You are very charming to us, Harry. I am most enthusiastic to see the painting. Ah, we'll get to Mr. Renoir by and by. How about another drink? Not for me, one is enough. Me for two. I mean, uh, two for me. <laughs> I am mixed up. <laughs> I understand you perfectly. Here is me for two. Shall we not see the picture now? Oh, all right, all right. Step this way. Step this way, lovely Inez. Beautiful Aurora. Thank you for your compliment. Oh, I don't compliment you. I merely told the truth. It is over dark in here. I'll put the light on in a minute. I'd, I'd like you to stand here as the best distance. Oh, it is so exciting to me to see a real Renoir. Mm. It's exciting to me every time I look at it. I'll switch on the overhead light. Magnificent, isn't it? Oh, it is beautiful. I've looked at this picture a thousand times. Just can't part with it. Look at the form of the bather, so chaste, so full of feeling. Mm. See how the master subjugates detail and form. How much do you want for this painting, Harry? I don't think I want to sell it. Oh, you said you would. You are your mind changing? Well, it's true. I need the, the money, but well, you understand it. It's the one beautiful thing in my life. But you are a dealer. You must not go backwards on your word. Let me think about it. There's no hurry after all. But we must have Let's have lunch tomorrow. We'll decide then. hmm? If you do decide, how much do you want for it? I'd I'd never sell it under four million francs. Four million? Too much money for you and too hard for me to part with it. So we'll just remain friends, shall we? I, I do not care how much money. I must buy it. We'll meet tomorrow at the usual place for lunch and talk it over. In the meantime, you think about it. And I'll think about it. All eh? right, Harry. One thirty tomorrow. Good. I'll be there. They left a few minutes later. It was working out fine. They were on the hook. All I had to do was to carefully reel them in. Then came a knock on the door. Yes? Hello, Harry. Paul Bazin. So, you still remember me. I thought you would have forgotten me by now. I never forget old friends. We used to be partners, old man. A partner, eh? That's right. Well, they hustled me into jail. You hustled up to the Riviera with all the money. It was an accident of fate. I was awful sorry you were caught, old man. There's nothing I could do. You're going to have an accident too, Harry. I don't do anything foolish. What good will it do you to shoot me? You have no idea how much good it will do me. Like water to a thirsty man. I've been waiting for two years in a Luxembourg prison for this. Listen, old man, they guillotine people here in France for committing murder. If they catch them. Look, if you put the gun down, I'll tell you about a little deal that's coming off tomorrow. I'll cut you in on it. I'm not interested. Your share will be two million francs oh, in cold two, cash. That's two right. million? Two million. Put the gun down, I'll tell you about it. You'll talk better this way. Talk fast. Maybe I'll be interested. You see those two women coming out of my suite? I saw well, them. They think this is a Renoir hanging on the wall. See over there? You're going to give me four million francs for it. And you are going to give me half out of sheer generosity? Uh, No, not out of generosity. You can help me. Besides, you have some money coming to you. I'm going to get it, too. A very rich Brazilian, ladies. And tomorrow at lunch, we're going to clinch the deal. I want you to be a friend of mine, you know, an art dealer. I don't know anything about paintings. Doesn't matter. Neither do they. Is it a deal? How do I know you're telling me the truth? Well, I'm afraid you just have to take my word, old man. I don't know how to prove it to you. Till tomorrow at noon. I'll phone the women. They're not at their hotel yet. I'll wait. 
I'll be asking for three million out of the four. Very good idea. How about a drink, Paul? No. Well, I hate to drink alone. However, I shall have myself a small one. We waited an hour until Inez and Aurora returned to their hotel. Paul was satisfied that I told him the truth, and he finally left me. Until lunch tomorrow. I began to think of a plan to get rid of this fellow. I can't stand people who hold grudges for years. It's a sign of immaturity. We met at lunch as scheduled. Mr. Basin, what is your opinion of impressionist painting? How does it compare with the mother? <laughs> well, I uh, think it's very different. <clears throat> Mr. Bazin does not uh, particularly like modern art. He, he hates to talk about it, as a matter of fact. He's against any form of art that isn't immediately comprehensible to everyone. That's, uh, <laughs> yes, I point feel very strong about it. Uh, me uh, also. Abstracts are to me crazy painting. Yes, I, I think so, How too. about another cup of coffee? Hmm? No, thank you. Let us talk about the Renoir. Ah, yes. Uh, uh, by the way, when are you two lovely women leaving Paris? Hmm? Uh, yet uh, we do not know. Maybe two weeks, maybe a month. Oh, it's hard to leave this city. Chance everybody. We have decided to pay you four million francs. Oh, did you? Well, well. Well, we'll think about it some more, shall we? But that is the price of which you gave us. Yes. Oh, I am getting all uh, mixed up again. You haven't <laughs> changed your mind, Harry. Well, not exactly. Let's give it another few days. You're going to be in Paris a few weeks. There's no hurry. You don't want to sell it? Well, I do. That is, I'm, uh, I must. But you see, after I left, I had an offer from the Fontaine Galleries. About five million. I'm, oh. I'm very embarrassed by it. I, I don't like this kind of business. Oh, but you said yes to four million yesterday. I didn't make a promise. I said I might sell it for four. You must understand, I'm a businessman. I must sell it to the highest bidder, after all. Why don't you forget the Renoir? I'll be glad to show you other paintings. Very fine. Famous artists for much less money. We will give you the request you ask. Well, it's, it's worth much more, I assure you. How do you feel about it, Inez? We will buy it for five. If you can afford it, I think you're making a wise investment. I'll write a check for you right now. Give me the checkbook, Aurora. If you don't mind, I'd rather have it in cash. Why? Well, I have some very urgent bills to pay. It'll take a week or so to clear through the bank. I can wait until this evening. You can get the check cashed at your bank. We can meet for dinner. We'll have a real big celebration, hmm? A party? Yes. You will be guest to us. Oh, no, no, no. You're my guest, please. You come too, Monsieur Bézin? With pleasure, mademoiselle. Uh, where shall we meet? Shall we go to my favorite restaurant, uh, uh, d'Argent? I know where it is. Oh, it's one of the best in Paris. Now, I must go. Uh, garçon, addition. I was quite pleased with the way things were going. My only regret would be that I would have to leave Paris. Have to leave Aurora. Beginning get rather too fond of Aurora. She was my type, beautiful, not too encumbered with brains, but she had lots of spirit and exuberance. And as they say in France, as a fair son, as a fair. I had one real problem to get rid of Bezin. But he stuck close to me. Like a tree to the earth. I'm going back to the hotel with you. Okay, if you want, old man. I won't. Might be better if you went home and packed. We're going to have to leave Paris in a hurry. I am staying with you until after dinner. You're a very suspicious fellow, Paul. I trust you as far as I can move the Eiffel Tower. You don't have to trust me. We're all meeting for dinner at Tour d'Argent. The restaurant can't run away, can it? Mm, but if you double-cross me... It's impossible, me... Paul. All you have to do is show up at the restaurant. Hmm? Well, uh... Pack all your stuff and pick me up at the hotel. We'll go down together, hmm? All right. Okay. But if you try to do any tricks, Harry, I'll oh. swear I'll hunt you down and I'll kill you. Now, I Paul. mean it. I know. I know you're a very sincere fellow. Meet me at five o'clock in my suite. 
Orson Welles returns in just a moment as the third man. Orson Welles, as the third man, continues with today's story, Art is Long and Lime is Fleeting. I had to work fast now that I was rid of Bazin. I hurried to my hotel and began to pack my clothes, and I telephoned my two Brazilian customers. Hello? This is Harry. Oh, Harry. You have your mind not changed. No, no, no. I just learned that uh, the Tour d'Argent is closed tonight. Then we shall someplace else go, no? Uh, of course. I, I, there's a superb Italian restaurant called the Casa Bellini. Write the address down, will you? I have a pen. Good. It's 43 Rue Victoire. I made a reservation for 7.30. We will be there. Tell Inez, I'm, I'm sorry about the change. Oh, it is very nothing. Uh, I suppose she's gone to the bank, hasn't she? Uh, oh, yes. Ah, that's good. She will be back soon. Uh, <laughs> what makes you so happy? Inez says I have for you much liking. And is it true? Yes, Harry. True for me, too, Aurora. I think you're the most charming woman in all of Paris. You are to me, too. Oh, I get mixed up again. I know you and I are going to be the very best of friends. See you tonight, honey. Tonight, Sherry. I packed quietly, wrapped up the painting, and got ready to leave. The sooner I left my suite, the better. Punch that Mazin would change his mind and come early. Yes. Hello, Paul. You are about to leave? Well, I was just going down to pay my bill, as a matter of fact. You lied. You know, you're getting to be awfully unpleasant, Paul, old man. You are getting up to something. I am getting up to five million francs for this little package here. I think you were trying to run away. I think I came just in time. You're not thinking. No matter where I ran, I'd still have to be at the... Tour d'Argent at 7.30. Where were you going when I came into the room? I told you I was going downstairs to pay my bill. You're being very dull, Paul. You don't fool me. I think you'd better come along, huh? We'll go down together in a little while. Now, look here, Paul. We have three hours until we go to the Tour d'Argent. You're not going to stand there with a gun in your pocket all afternoon. That is exactly what I am going to do. Well, I have to go to the bank, arrange for my plane ticket. You're being... Well, you're being quite a bore, old man. You never had money in the bank in your life. So happens that you are cruelly wrong. Show me your bank book. It's downstairs in the hotel safe with all my other valuables. You are lying. A partnership based on suspicion and mistrust can never be successful, old man, really. We are going to be Siamese twins for the next few hours. It's no use arguing with me. Well, if that's your decision, you might as well sit down. You'll get very tired standing up there for three hours. You worry about me a lot, don't you? I was brought up very carefully. 
The ingrained in me to be a hospitable host. I'm glad you're taking my advice. Like some refreshments. A drink, perhaps? No. Just want to sit, hmm? That's right, just sit. Well, don't doze off now. You think you're funny. <laughs> no point in being grim about it. I brought some cards. No. I have a set of dice somewhere just to while away the time. I don't want to do anything. Uh-huh. You just want to sit. That's right. I couldn't catch him off guard. He sat in the chair and kept his beady eyes on me. I don't mind people staring at me, but as I had a gun and he discovered my defection, he would become peeved, I thought. And that gun might go off. Just sat there for a long time, and then even he became bored, just sitting. Tilted his chair against the wall, rocking himself back and forth. The pressure of his toes against the floor. A sudden kick on the back legs of the chair when he was tilted would certainly give me an advantage. As he fell backwards, I hurled myself at him, pinioning his arms. He managed to get the gun out of his pocket, but I rolled the chair over his arm and he let go of the gun. I seized the gun and placed it against the back of his head. With a good deal of force. The fight was over in less than a minute. He lay there quietly. I figured he'd be out for an hour at least. Mr. Bazin was out of the picture. Forgive us for being late, Harry. Oh, please. It was the fault of me. (laughs) I took too much time to seem beautiful. You don't seem beautiful. You are, both of you. Monsieur Bazin, he's not coming. He won't be here. He wanted to come very much, but he, he was suddenly taken ill. Oh, that's too bad. Yes, he'll be all right, I think. I am much hungry. You make the selection for us. We do not know the French word. Oh, I'd be delighted. Perhaps we better settle our business first, though. Business before pleasure, you know. Oh, let's <laughs> eat first. There's no hurry. We have all the night. I didn't like this. They didn't seem to be so eager for the painting as they were at lunch. Maybe they were only hungry. Maybe. I don't like their attitude at all. I like your pesh melba, Aurora. It mm. is superbly. It will make me fat, and then you will not like me anymore. <laughs> It'll make you fat, and I will adore you even more, darling. Uh-huh. We, we must thank you for a very fine dinner. Oh. The best we eat in Paris. I'm very pleased that you're pleased. And uh, <clears throat> now that we've eaten, shall we finish our business? You know, the Renoir is all wrapped up. Oh. Hurry, we haven't had our brandy yet. But we can negotiate while we wait for the brandy, hmm? Oh, you Americano, so impatient. I Americanos like very much. <laughs> Impatience in men is very nice. It's a custom in our country to get our business over with first. Very droll in that respect. Then we can all relax and enjoy ourselves, shall we? Oh, Harry, you do not say a word all evening about my frock, which I wear I'm for you especially. It's, it's a beautiful dress, perfectly beautiful. I must say that if you've changed your mind about the painting, it's perfectly all right. You don't have to be embarrassed. Oh, no, Harry, we have not changed uh, our mind. Okay. Let's have the brandy and then we settle the business. Okay, okay. Garçon? There was definitely something wrong. They were obviously stalling. But stalling for what? I was getting very uneasy. The waiter brought the cognac and they sipped it a drop at a time. For 15 minutes, they dawdled over it. I decided not to wait any longer. I forced the issue. 
Tell us something about yourself, Harry. Oh. About America, I mean, when you lived really, there. Really, there's nothing much to tell. I grew up like any average American boy. I got interested in art, but I learned soon enough that I'd never be a good painter. You were an artist? Good. Well, not much of one. Now, if you'll forgive me for bringing this up again, <clears throat> I will give you the painting in exchange for five million francs. I'm afraid that we'll have to do it now, or not at all. But, Harry... I mean it, Ines. We'll all feel better once, once it's done. Well, here's the money. You can count it. Oh, I trust you. Oh, I don't, please, I, I won't even open the envelope. And here's your Renoir. I hope you enjoy it as I have. We will. Mademoiselle, oh, I am sorry. I am late. I just couldn't get away. Oh, Monsieur <laughs> Bordet, this is a hurry line. Now, how do you do? I am pleased to meet you. Monsieur Bordet is an expert on Renoir's painting. He's from the Louvre oh. Museum. Oh, the, 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 the Louvre. Mm -hmm. eh? Now, if you'll just excuse just me for a minute. Just a minute, I... Monsieur Lime. I have got to leave. I'll just take a quick look. Oh, it, uh, Please uh, sit down. I'll unwrap it. I began to figure the distance to the door. Looked like this might be one of the times to run and fight another day. Monsieur Baudet motioned the gendarme who had evidently accompanied him to come into the room close the door. Well, I took care of that. I just have to bluff it out. The expert slowly unrolled the picture, held it this way and hmm. that. How much did you agree to pay this man, uh, mademoiselle? Five million francs, monsieur. Is it too much? Too much or not enough? I don't like your tone. Just what do you mean by that, sir? The light in here is too dim for me to make a definite opinion, but... Uh, could be a Renoir. Mm, there is a painting of his with this same general composition. Mm, the figure is not bad. The colors like his. You think it is a real Renoir? I was sure it was all right. I would like to take it with me and examine it more thoroughly. But I can see this. If it is a Renoir, it is worth 20 million francs. 20 million? Qu'est-ce qui arrive, monsieur? You are not going to arrest anybody. Ah. Keep your hands high. Here, better do as he says. He looks dangerous. So the picture's worth 20 million, eh? I'll take it with me. Oh, just oh. Now stay as you are or you'll get a bullet. And don't follow me. Bazin grabbed the picture and ran. Talk about a break. With a gendarme, the girls and Baudet, I ran after him yelling, Stop! Thief! Stop! Thief! Thief! All the time blessing myself for not having tied him as securely as I thought I had. All I had to do was to follow him away and then get lost. As I tore along in his wake, I noticed a couple of street Arabs huddled around a small fire. They scattered in panic. I sprinted, tackled. He hit the sidewalk. The picture flew out of his hand. I shoved it into the fire. I've caught you, you rogue. Now I'll teach you to steal, thief. Let me go. No, no, monsieur, no, no. Do not attack him. We will take care of him. It is not wise to beat the police officer at Paris. I'll kill you for this slime. I... I'm afraid all you'll do for a while is a nice stretch in the Bastille, my friend. Take him away. Come along, mon petit. I think we walk to the station. I have a few suggestions to make to you on the way. <laughs> my wonderful Harry. Goodbye, old man. You have the bandit captured. Yes. You are so brave, so wonderful. Oh, you are not hurt. You are all right. Uh, wonderful action, Monsieur Lime. An heroic deed. Uh, uh, but, uh, but where is the picture? The picture? The picture it must be right here. It flew out of his hand when I tackled him. Oh. 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 The picture, it is burning. It will be destroyed. Get it, Harry, it is oh. burning. I'll get it. I'll... I... I'm afraid it's completely gone. Oh. 
Of course, I made sure the picture was burned. I managed to grab a corner of it, but I had to drop it back into the flames. What a pity. The girls in Baudet were very concerned over my hand, but what's a few burns compared to a term in the local Husqvar on five million francs, not to mention getting rid of Bazin. Baudet and I saw the girls home, and then after making a date for the next evening with Aurora, I offered to drop him at the Louvre, where he still had to make his report. There is only one thing remaining to say, Monsieur Lai. Mm, yes, what is that? I would not want you to think that I am such a bad expert that I really had any doubts about the picture. You mean that it was an original? No, I mean that it was not. Oh, I see. Mm. Well, how much do you want, Baudet? Nothing. Nothing? I don't, I don't get it. Monsieur Lai, if I had everyone arrested who tries to sell a fake picture, the prisons of Paris would be full. I wanted only to give you a chance to get away without embarrassment. I hope this will be a lesson to you and that you won't try it again. Monsieur Bordet, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your courtesy. You're a wonderful fellow. And I must tell you, I want you to know what an inspiration people like you are to people like me. <laughs> Harry Lyme returns in just a moment. it, friends, the world is very generously populated with mugs. Millions and millions of mugs just waiting like the proverbial sheep for the proverbial fleecing. In fact, if they weren't shorn from time to time, they wouldn't be comfortable. It always makes me laugh to read that one of the mugs was an innocent victim of a confidence game. Now, just how innocent, I ask you. If you want a path beaten to your door, don't waste your energy inventing a better mousetrap. No, just hang a sign out, scarce items at prices you want to pay. However, till we meet again... Look after yourselves. And remember, if you don't, no one else will.